All right, all right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody, and welcome into Studio de Jefre. That is my home. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit the right button for This Is Me. Welcome in. Today, we're going to talk about what happened at Cowboys practice last night, thanks to my friends that were actually there, because my credential was only good for Oxnard, but that's okay, because I can still find out what happened from Dave Hellman and Bobby Belt and Brian Broaddus, and we can talk about all the cool takeaways that we have from it, including some things with Micah Parsons, what Jalen Tolbert really needed and got, so we have got some stuff coming up. This is brought to you by my friends. At Bet Online, it's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Shout out to the PGA Tour. Big news there. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live in-game betting props and futures, head to Bet Online today. Or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50 B-L-E-A-V-50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome. We should trade a fifth for Amari. Okay, all right. Uh okay, so just a couple of things we got to get to real quick. All right. Number one, let's do the good with uh Micah Parsons. Hey, whoa, whoa, Samuel, easy killer, easy, easy, easy. Jeff, why are you him? With the, uh, I don't know, what does that mean? Anyway, here's the good thing about Micah Parsons. Uh, Bobby Belt did a nice little recap of yesterday's practice that I loved because there were some really good nuggets in there because Bobby Belt is really good at his job. He noted that when they were in team, let me get the right nugget because I have all his nuggets pulled up here. Um, but that there was a lot of Anthony Barr and Leighton Vander Esch playing linebacker and Micah Parsons rushing off the edge. And that Micah Parsons during the team period, if they allowed the quarterback to be sacked, may very well have had six or seven sacks on the day. And it came all across the offensive line. So if Anthony Barr can be a big time contributor that can play a bunch of snaps at linebacker, and that means more and more and more Micah Parsons getting after quarterbacks, holy cow, sign me up. I just want to see how Anthony Barr's body holds up as they keep working him in here. But that's great. If you're going to get Barr and Vander Esch playing at a high level at linebacker and Micah Parsons is going to get to walk down on the edge or be a fifth rusher somewhere consistently, 20 sacks. 20 sacks! Jay Smoove is in the super chat. Finally caught you live. Thanks for insight. What am I sipping on? I'm sipping on H2O. That is water. That's the good Micah Parsons news. Now, here in a second, we're going to talk about Jalen Tolbert and the practice that he had and the practice that he needed to have. But I do want to note this one. And this is just my being a uh, sensitive Nancy. But luckily, other people in the world are sensitive Nancys too. So, one of my guys on Twitter, at Cowboys Stats, is a dude named Daniel who does really cool uh, work in terms of Cowboys information. He's always, you know, providing cool information that you can use. It's very digestible. And so us nerds can get cool information. And Micah Parsons is going to do a weekly thing with Undisputed, the TV show. Undisputed is ass. It's terrible. Um, but a lot of people, well, I don't think a lot of people watch because the ratings suck. But, um, you know, people watch that crap. First take and Undisputed. And my guy Daniel sums this up pretty well in a way that I agree with. He said, Micah Parsons will make a weekly appearance this season on the show whose prominent host attacked Dak for talking about he experienced symptoms of depression when his brother died. I typically try to wave off voices like that as mere hot take artists not to be taken seriously, but that comment struck me as a uniquely harmful use of a wide sports platform, and I'll never forget it. 
This wasn't really meant to be a swipe at Micah or anyone who would go on the show, but part of me wishes we could all just collectively move on from the worst actors in this space and elevate better slash less harmful content. And that hit home with me because I agree with everything he said. Micah Parsons doesn't know that, right? And Micah Parsons' brain, it's like, oh, yeah, the big sports talking heads, they're going to cut me a check. They want me to come talk once a week. I'm going to talk about sports. You can't hold that against him. Sweet. Have fun, Micah. Uh, but, yeah, that is one of the guys, Skip, dog shit human, uh, who, you know, pretended that Dak Prescott was weak because he had symptoms of depression. So those people all suck. Like, it's bad faith broadcasting. That's all it is. It's not even, like, they're not offering real opinions their goal is to get reaction from athletes and to get your attention and get you to go, ah, and it's still like, if that's your thing, cool. But I am a big believer in making sure that we prop up the good content. And so on Twitter, I did a thread where I tried to, and I could never list them all right now, but there are so many people that do good Cowboys content that deserve to be propped up. Uh, Vach Lombardi, Bobby Belt, Brian Broadus, David Hellman, uh, Jane Slater, John Mashota, Clarence Hill, uh, Cowboy Stats, my guy Daniel, KD Drummond, Patrick Walker, Foots the King, Skywalker Steel, Jesse Holly. Like, there's so many really good Cowboys content creators and NFL content creators. Prop those people up and do not, do not prop up the garbage. The garbage. Kilgore's in the super chat. We hear one of the MVPs of this bad boy. Darius Slayton or Denzel Mims for a late round pick. Okoye, I've never actually worked with. Um, but yes, everybody that Law Nation, everybody that I do know and have worked with that has worked with him says good things. So yes, prop that up. Blogging the boys, prop that up. Kelsey Charles, Megan Murray, prop that up. Prop up the good stuff. Um, okay. Darius Slayton is maybe a possibility as we keep moving forward with this thing. I did forget myself. Me. Spread the word about me. Um, Darius Slayton is a possibility because it sounds like the Giants aren't going to be able to carry his cap hit for what he is if they're thinking he's going to be their sixth or seventh receiver. In other words, he's not going to make the team and the cap hit, so they're probably going to look to move him if he gets cut or if he's available for very little. I'm interested in Darius Slayton. I think that's a dude that could play the X. Now, they're also talking about Michael Gallup. Like, there might be a chance that Michael Gallup is going to dodge the pup list and not miss the first month of the season. So, if he's only going to miss a game or two, I'm still down for some proven depth or more competition with a veteran. That would be uh, good news to me. I would say, yes, bring in Darius Slayton for very little. That sounds great. The dude in practice that had a really good day, according to multiple people, Bobby, David Hellman, is Jalen Tolbert, who throughout camp, I think it's fair to say he's had his struggles. Like he hasn't necessarily stood out a ton. And I was hoping that he would. He's going to get a ton of opportunities. And I think that he's going to be a good NFL player. But he had a really nice practice in team where, uh, you know, when you're going 11 on 11, contested catches, uh, making big plays down the field, needed it. Jalen Tolbert needed it. And maybe he didn't because I think I follow him on social and he doesn't seem like he's lacking for confidence, but it's nice to see that a guy who's a third round pick that's going to have a ton of opportunities is going to, uh, is having a good practice as you're getting ready to play the real season. And Hellman thought that this was Dak's best practice 
So that's a nice thing to have too for guys who Dak ain't going to play. It doesn't sound like in the third preseason game. And I'm fine with that because I believe if the game doesn't count, I'm not going to risk hurting any of my players ever. Dominique in the super chat. Glad I could catch you live, man. If that is your picture, Dominique, I need to get like you. I need you to send me your dietary and workout plan. Uh, glad I could catch you live. If Dak can go 12 and five with the current group of receivers, do you think you'd be high in the MVP race? Also have a beer on me. Thank you. Um, Yes, if Dak goes 12-5 and five with his number two receiver being Jalen Tolbert or, I mean, in theory, it would be Michael Gallup as of week three, four, five, or six or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I think that if the Cowboys go in 12 games with this group of receivers and with a rookie at left guard who didn't practice yesterday, minor ankle thing for Tyler Smith should be fine. Uh, yeah, Dak will be in the MVP race. Yeah, he'll be in there. He'll be in the mix. And he's going to put up good numbers, too. One thing I worry about is if the, if the Cowboys are about to become a really run-heavy team again, which, eh, but I do think it's possible. Like, they intentionally, they think Terrence Steele's a good run blocker. Tyler Smith will probably be a better run blocker than pass blocker initially. Uh, so I wonder if they're about to try to become that bruising team. Look, if it works, great. But I think by this point, most people know wins and losses in the NFL are mostly gotten on the shoulders of how good and efficient and explosive is your passing game. Boop, boop. Uh, Manuel is in the super chat just saying for mental health awareness. Love you, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, can I ask what you're going through from Danny? Uh, right this second, mostly just boredom. Like I have depression and ADHD and anxiety. I have all three of those things all the time. Uh, but I would say the last month and a half or so was not good. And the last week or so has been considerably better. And it helps that I got back on the proper medication. Will Turpin's speed make up for his lack of size? Sorry if you already talked about him. Twitch ads. I don't know what I did to my Twitch. But people say it just rolls out a bunch of ads. And I'm sorry. I'm going to have to Google how to fix that. Time for Jeffrey on Twitch, bud. Or is it Jeff Kavanaugh? It's Jeff Kavanaugh. I'm time for Jeffrey on social medias. Uh, what happened to Tyler Smith? Just a little ankle dealy, little tiny ankle dealy. They say, um, yes, Turpin speed will make up for his lack of size. I saw him running with the ones and made a nice catch in practice against Duran Bland. Shout out to the fans who were videoing because media wasn't allowed to video this one because media was up high and could see the whole field and they didn't want that. So shout out to the fans who were videoing so we could see Micah Parsons, uh, beating Tyron Smith with the inside spin move. And we could see the Turpin catch coming across the field with the ones. All those different things. Stay up, my boy. I hate the Cowboys and that you're covering them. But keep your head high. Thank you. Do you realize that you Jerry uh now? Well, I just, the problem is, is that I'm talking, but I also monitor the chat in real time. And so things in there that I know I'm going to get to or that throw me off momentarily will, will get me to pause. And when you pause, you just make sounds. Uh, That's what happens. But, yeah, I think Turpin's got a chance to contribute on offense for real. Just because of what they don't have to start the season. If they can get him in there and use him as a, a deep threat and screen game and motion man, but not too much because CD needs to be the motion man and the slot guy. But there's a place for Turpin to play 15 to 20 snaps a game on offense, I think. Now, it's probably some of the things you would want to see Tony Pollard doing, too but there is nothing wrong with having more guys that are electric with the ball in their hands. Add to that gnome collection. No, I did not. I didn't know that gnomes were a sign that you were freaky. How his LVE looked great. 
Jeff, do you think Ferguson has a shot of taking Schultz's spot? No. A year from now, maybe. Ferguson's off to a promising start. And if the Cowboys' goal is to replace Dalton Schultz on the cheap a year from now, then yes, you could see Jake Ferguson take over that job a year from now. But Dalton Schultz is a good, good player. Dalton Schultz is he's underrated because he's not the Wookiee super overpowering or hyper, hyper athletic, but he's a very good NFL tight end and ain't no rookie taking his job. Dalton Schultz is about to have 90 to 100 catches for 1,000 yards and have a big season, and the quarterback loves him. Vance, chalk the Parsons thing is people being young. We all do dumb stuff at that age. For instance, I bought a crazy town CD around his age. <laughs> right, and that's the thing about Parsons. I, I probably didn't even need to word it that way in the title where it's like the good bad news. But, um, yeah, it sucks that you're going to do a show weekly with a guy that was incredibly insensitive on purpose to the mental health of your own quarterback. But he's young. Like He's not thinking about that. He's thinking, yeah. I'll go on the big time show and talk crap to these guys. It'll be fun. And they're going to give me money. That's what he's thinking. And that's okay. That's okay. I just wanted to use that opportunity to prop up the good content creators that are out there and make sure that people know who they are and you know where to go to get your good Cowboys information. Are there any more notes that I need to get to from practice? Duran Bland guy who I've been talking about throughout camp that I really like that I said could be cornerback number four. Well, Jordan Lewis is a little banged up and trying to get back ready for week one. And guess who is running the slot with the first team? Deron Bland. Let's go. So that's nice. That's very, very nice. Simi, of course, made his one play of the day. Probably more than that, but uh, the play of the day, Bobby Belt said, was Simi Fihoko. And uh, he just he keeps showing up and making at least one play per practice. Malik Davis or Rico, I actually like Malik Davis a little better, and I love Rico Dowdle. I think they're both NFL running backs that should be on a roster. Uh, but Malik Davis has been so good in camp, and Rico's been good too. I like Malik Davis. Uh, Parsons is awesome. J. Ron Curse is back. Uh, C.D. Lamb and Noah Brown are back. Pick up after five rings. With the idea of becoming a more run-oriented team, do you think more is – Smart enough to use Turpin's speed as a decoy to get that safety out of the box. Forced to play safety over the top. I would hope so. I would hope so. If you're going to get five yards of carry, you can go ahead and run the ball. You have my permission. Uh, if you're going to get four yards of carry, cut that crap out. Because that's what teams are daring you to do now. Teams are daring you to try to run the ball at four yards of pop all the way down the field because you're going to have a hold somewhere. You're going to have a negative one somewhere. So now you went to second and six. Now it's third and seven. And now that's hard to convert. Teams want you to run. Uh, teams want you to go four yards at a time. They dream of it on defense. Let you screw it up. Vance, this is for the birthday girl today. You definitely owe her a drink. I'll keep up the awesome work. It is Megan Murray's birthday. Shout out to Megan Murray from Blogging the Boys, a friend and a good Cowboys person. Um, I think that's what we got today, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think I have any other notes that I need to get to. Support the good content creators. Be good people. Matt Will Let's Go was back, so that's nice. Uh, we feeling better about letting Gregory. Yes, I am feeling better about letting Gregory walk. And I love Randy Gregory as a person and as a football player, but I think between Dorrance Armstrong, Dante Fowler, Sam Williams, you're fine there and probably even upgraded. Sam Williams going to have to keep coming along, but boy, he's showing you the get off the 
I tried to stop myself from saying that as I was saying it, but it was too late. The get off, um, the power, like you're getting to see the pieces of it. First time catching you live, Jeff. Thanks for your encouraging outlook on life. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know if I give you that, then shout out to me. Kick ass. Uh, okay. Who's the corner that you cut? If you had to cut, they're going to keep six. What did Micah do? Micah had like seven sacks in practice. That's the good news. The bad news is he didn't do anything wrong. He's just going to be on Undisputed once a week. And I think that kind of sucks because Undisputed is the same show that talked bad about Dak for acknowledging that he dealt with depression when his brother died. So I don't like Undisputed. I don't love that Mike is going to be on there, but I get it because he's a young person who's not thinking about all that. He's thinking about, sure, I'll take your money and come do a TV show. Sounds fun. Uh, okay. If you had to cut one, I guess it's right, Joseph, right? Joseph, right? Right, Joseph? Uh, keep six. All right. Remember, you have no idea what anybody is going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.